90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Well, look at that. Back again. Kel, Adam, how you guys doing? Fantastic. Hello. 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 We're good. <laughs> we sound like the Waltons, although Adam's way too young to know who that is. Oh, Adam, do you know who the Waltons were? What do you think? I think no, but my heart wants you to say yes. <laughs> I barely remember them. Sharon, what year were they over? You would know. Oh, my gosh. Over, <laughs> I think over in 83 or 4, something okay. like that. Yeah, that, but yeah, cause they're on we, every day. Right. On one of the uh, channels offered by our uh, esteemed company, right. Bell. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's f- interesting to watch because especially during this time where everything is like hectic and uh, uncertain and stuff, mm-hmm. they were living through like <laughs> the Great Depression and... There and was trousers. uncertainty. And trousers. And trousers and shoes optional because maybe you couldn't afford them. Right. Also. You know? Yeah. But it's a lovely family vibe and it certainly has nothing to do with the 90s, but. <laughs> yeah. Did I tell you that I, and this also finished in the 80s, so we'll get to the 90s very shortly, but I used to love the Dukes of Hazard. Yep. Like, love them. Also in love with Tom Wopat, like. That was mm. my, he was my He's man, handsome. which is saying a lot for someone of my persuasion. But anyways. Uh, <laughs> persuasion. But uh, <laughs> when I went to university, they, because, you know, obviously I, I hadn't seen the show in years. And then I was at university and the cable package up there offered like, you know, the reruns or whatever. So like all of a sudden, like nostalgic Kelly kicked in. I'm like, this is going to be great. I used to love this. So I hunkered down to watch my first episode, watched about 10 minutes. And I'm like, I must stop. It's wrecking all my memories from a childhood because it was really (laughs) terrible. Like there was a lot of it. Like it just, I guess, you know, from what was acceptable in the early 80s or whatever, not acceptable when I was of age and university. And then even now, like, remember, like, they had the Confederate flag on the General Lee, right? So totally oh, yeah. not, totally not acceptable, like, anymore. Zero. No, so, ignorance wasn't something that anybody explored. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because in Freedom hindsight. or yeah. intelligence or anything like that wasn't explored either. <laughs> yeah, no, no. So anyways, uh, all that to say is that is in my rearview mirror. But uh, I still have a little something-something for Tom Wopat. <laughs> <laughs> there was rumors about uh, John Schneider back in the day that he had a little something-something-something right. extra. I heard Similar about to the stories of... Um, Lenny Kravitz? Uh, no, well, Lenny Kravitz isn't. <laughs> he just peeked through his leather pants. <laughs> Who's the guy in Californication and uh, the uh, X-Files? Oh, um... Married to Tay Leone, ex of Tay Leone. Yeah, why am I What's forgetting his name? his name? Oh, that's going to annoy me. Kelly, you're so bad Duchovny. at trivia. Duchovny. <laughs> Duchovny. I'm so bad <laughs> Yes, it is Duchovny. David, David Duchovny. Duchovny. Same was said about him. Ah, Okay. Then he brought a little something extra to the table. Great, great. I'll thank you not to put that on the table, said everybody. Uh, so Back to let's the show, Sharon. <laughs> it went blue and quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, on the show today, uh, hopefully by next year, January 17th will be a whole new day, and we're going to tell you why. Also got inside scoop on uh, one eye-poppin' memory from an outfit at the 1999 MTV Video Music Awards. We'll talk about the inspiration for that, <laughs> I air quotes, eye-poppin'. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, this summer's going to mark the 20th anniversary of the passing of Aaliyah. So the sad reminder that we don't get to hear all of the music that she made. So we're going to talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. Also, Kelly's got some trivia. I'm going to throw a top two at you. Yeah. 
Yeah. 15 6, yeah. by the way. 15 6 is where we're 15, at with trivia. That makes us feel like we've been playing for years. <laughs> Close to it. That's you, it. You let me know, Adam, when you want me to restart the, the situation. I'll let you know. I'm, what? I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch Sharon first. Okay. What the hell? Adam has an option to restart the situation? Yeah, when I catch Sharon, she's going to be the one to ask to start everything over. That's my plan. Exactly. All right. Well, Thank maybe you. at the end of season nine, we'll, we'll restart <laughs> for season 10. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Uh, so, <laughs> Betty White, 99 years. What the heck? Uh, yeah. And you know what? I thought it was a good idea to start with uh, at least one of our favorite women in her 90s, not necessarily from the 90s, but... <laughs> Uh, Oak Park, Illinois, and their city council has been receiving names as a petition will hopefully change January 17th to, take it, Kel, Betty White Day. Whoa. Fun, eh? That should be, though, like, I feel like that's even too small. Like, it should be Betty White across America. Know what I mean? Well, yeah. You know what? I think that once uh, news takes hold of this story, that at this point, the recording of this show... They had just over 700 names on a petition. I imagine that once social media gets its mm-hmm. claws into the story, that uh, it'll get many more names. And certainly, you know, part of the reference to her in that story is as a national treasure. Yeah, exactly. Because she's just been so active and so uh, much a part of our lives because she's done so many television shows. Yeah. Um, and having just turned 99. And she's sharp as a tack. Like, oh my gosh. Love she's it. She's functioning on all cylinders. You know what I mean? And by the way, if you haven't seen this yet, jump onto the Vanity Fair Instagram uh, because she did a special Instagram photo for uh, their issue. And it's her in this fancy red gown uh, oh. being waited on by Matt LeBlanc of our friends. <laughs> and also um, Ed O'Neill and Kelsey Grammer. Like, how awesome is that? Wow. So definitely check it out. I actually repost. I'll, I'll try to repost it to our 90s now Instagram. I reposted it to the station I work for, and within like minutes, we had over like like 300 likes within minutes, and then it didn't take long for us to hit over a thousand. So it's amazing how many people just still like adore her. You know? Well, yeah. You know what? With that much television success, she hits many generations. The fact that she's been working for what has been pointed out to be eight decades crazy business is uh is bonkers because like what is it it's mary tyler moore yep and wasn't she on uh mama like what the heck was the name of that show with uh when vicky lawrence played uh oh uh mama's family right so she was no. on wasn't she on that no she was on rhoda she would have been I... on rhoda as a connection to or she would have appeared maybe on rhoda as a connection to mary tyler moore oh i felt like she was on there too anyways but but you know who was for sure on that one was uh uh, Blanche, Rue McClanahan. She played, I think, the like a like a um, oh like a was it a, a one of the kids' wives or something? Yes, yeah, you're so. right. Anyways, but so then Golden Girls and Golden Palace. Then she was yep. in Hot in Cleveland. Like she's been on like it's yeah. like there's so many actors and actresses that can't even get one sitcom that's a hit. Yeah, and she's been on like four of them. Mm-hmm. She was like the it girl woman. <laughs> yeah, she's so cool, and she was great in Hot in Cleveland too. So awesome. She's great with the one-liners too, and the fact that they uh, she hosted Saturday Night Live a few years ago. She's yep. you just don't expect to hear anything uh, uh, off color yeah. from <laughs> Mrs. Ms. White. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like the implication is that she's uh, pure and and you know no. I think she can just deliver a line really well. There's no question to, as her uh, to her character or anything. She just she does her job really well. She is funny and she gets timing. And I feel like. In her own way, Jennifer Aniston will be that person also at 99. Oh, yeah. 
That'd be cool. Yeah, because she also can deliver. Yeah. Like, she's got that beat. You know where they just, they wait that extra second or whatever it is, and then whammo, and you're like, woo, and you're like, it's you like lose your mind. It's like trusting the silence. Yeah. You know, not yeah. being afraid of it, but taking a moment to deliver the line. Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> Go, Sharon Highland. I know Way you're on go. the edge. Wait, I'm what is she edge. going to say? <laughs> deliver what? <laughs> uh, time for trivia? Yes, please. Let's do it. Uh, 90s <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. Bing bong. <laughs> so 15 6 in Sharona's favor. Um, I have such momentum though. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right. I can feel it and it makes me nervous. Ooh. All right. So we'll see. This one, this one, I'm not sure how the both of you will react to this one. So uh, released in 1995, what was so Adam was one. What was the first feature-length, completely computer-animated movie? Sharon? <laughs> you have trepidation, Sharon. I know. It was, there's a lot of uh, completely and like disclaimer things at the end. Yeah. Uh, completely animated, I'd go with... Um, it totally went out of my head. Okay. <laughs> so, Adam? What? Completely animated in 1995? Yeah, so the first ever completely computer-animated movie that was completed, released. I don't know. The Lion King? Oh, that's a good guess. Is it Toy Story? It was, Sharon. I should have guessed that. And how many? Isn't there like four Toy Stories at this point? Like there's been a few, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So no points. Movie though. Oh my gosh. I've never watched any of them. Uh, What? Honestly, as an adult, you should totally watch them. Oh really? I'm really bad at animated movies. I never watch any of them. Although I did watch Ferdinand the Bull. Did you watch that one? No, I did not. Oh my god! It came out May two to three years ago. And honest to God, like it's hilarious and there's these three characters like these three horses that have german voices and like they just act like these (laughs) hoity-toity posh horses in the because it's all about animals and cows and like all this stuff and i swear to god whoever voiced that like should have won emmy and grammy awards like i think that you would really like toy story though it's so relatable yeah i'll give it a whirl all right so still 15 6 second question here we go what was adam bunchhouse on this i'm not sure thank you uh what was Mariah Carey's I'll take first... good luck, too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you got this, Sharon. What was Mariah Carey's first song that brought her to the world's attention? Sharon. Go, Sharon. Vision of Love. Correct. Want me to re- reenact it? Yeah. No. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. I thought you were going to give us another delay of time before you... <laughs> uh, Adam, well did you have played. any clue? Were you, were you, were you anywhere No. Okay, because you were you were uh, minus like five years at that point, or four years. It came out in ninety. I was. So, but that's okay. That's fair. I'll I'll get in next time. All right. Very good. So See? that's what we love, Adam. Your positive attitude. That's it. Seventeen six. Sorry, not seventeen. Sixteen six. Thank you. It's yeah. only ten points, Adam. You can do it. You can do it. It's only going to take me five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's getting all of them right, little Adam. <laughs> That never so, happened before. Wh- what better way to follow up this uh, scenario than with a boob story? <laughs> Love right. it. Lil' Kim. Adam, are you familiar with this situation? You would have been too young to have seen this, or your perhaps your parents would have been diving at your head to block your eyes. Uh, but Lil' Kim's boob was on display at the MTV, MTV VMAs back in 1999. And I remember that either she was presenting an award 
or uh, introing a, a musical performance with Diana Ross in this outfit. <laughs> and Diana Ross actually touched her boob and said, what? like, what's going on here? <laughs> because the, the uh, dress that she had, beautiful dress, but it was so uh, diagonally cut that it went down underneath her left breast. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. she had a, like a decal on her nipple. Now, the article that we read, uh, I think... There was a lot of use of the word nipple. Right, right. So I'm going to try and say it as much as possible. No, <laughs> it was a beautiful outfit. And the fact that it showcased her boob was kind of an inside story at that time. Is that right, Kel? That is correct. Because uh, she and Missy Elliott, of course, are peeps. And uh, I guess they hung out a fair amount back in the day. And it sounds like um, having her nipplage fall out uh, wasn't... <laughs> wasn't a one-time affair. Apparently, it happened fairly often when they would be together with, I guess, other artists and stuff. And so Missy at one point said, girl, your nipples pop out so much. One day you should just come outside with a nipple out. And so she did at the award show at the 1999 MTV Video Music Awards. I love that, you know, if you're going to put it out there, dress it up. Yeah, yeah. And I It can was say, a purple pasty. Purple pasty. And that's yeah. what they call it now. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm not sure, you know, what happens, uh, you know, in your neck of the woods, Kel, but I can tell you uh -huh. that not ever before and not going to happen in the future will there ever be any uncertainty as to where or when my nipples are going to pop out. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. like, you know, like she just seems so, um, like, resigned to it. Yeah. Like, oh, well, they popped out again. <laughs> Well, I don't know, maybe I'm not wearing a plunging enough V-neck. Well, I think it's like the outfits that um, she has chosen to wear over the years. Uh, that's a work hazard. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's a that's a wardrobe waiting, you know, malfunction waiting to happen. Her and Janet should actually talk about that and see how things work out. But actually, it's funny enough because I and full circle moment was I told you this. Um, I met little Kim at Janet's. Uh, induction after Oh, wait, wait, wait. I think you mean Lil Kim. Lil Kim, right. I did, sorry. <laughs> Go and on. And what was interesting is, like, <laughs> when you hear her do interviews, she has her, um, like, way that she is, like her artist way, I guess. Right. And then when I met her, she was like, hi, Kelly, how are you? <laughs> it was so, like, I was like, wait a minute. Um, but, and I think I told you, too, we took a picture together, and her team... Uh, like requested that they check the picture because we did like, you know, three or four shots to, you know, yeah. make sure it worked. And then they they were like, okay, you can only post that one. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, wow. and I was it's laughing right. because I'm like, uh, it's not like it's 1996 right now. Like you're not yeah. <laughs> like that anymore. Like people still love you, but you're not like, I don't even know if she's on the charts at any point at the moment or has been for the last two years. So uh, it was a little bit funny to me that I had to make sure I only posted that picture. But she was really great, and, and she was super sweet, and I have zero problems with her. And honest to God, like, you and I have had this discussion before about Diana Ross having her way with her cleavage. <laughs> yeah. Because so, she just went for it, Miss Diana Ross. Like, she was, like, not having it. Well, at that point, even, you know, in 1999, Diana Ross was, and still is, like at queen level of experience and yeah, of influence yeah. in the uh, in the <laughs> industry so it would she could do whatever she wanted you know and she did yeah. and she did she got a handful that night she did yeah that was awesome <laughs> anyways back to you sharon <laughs> 
Well, there's an interesting uh, connection between that story, I think, and uh, the idea that we're going to not celebrate, but I guess honor the 20th anniversary of the passing of Aaliyah by the end of the summer. And that while her musical legacy is remembered, without Mm -hmm. a doubt, and not even just musical, her artistic legacy was remembered, but musically, uh, we don't have access to hearing that much of it. Yeah, which I music. I still don't really understand why that's a thing because mm-hmm. you'd think at this point, like streaming is nothing new. You know what I mean? Well, it's been no going kidding. on for several, several, several years. So I'm not sure how. And you'd think that her record company, whichever one it is, because I don't even know which one it is, but they would have already been on that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. in the article that we all read, um, it seems to intone that the family is not in charge of any of her discography for mm-hmm. the most part. It's all like her brand and... I guess, certain other things, but that is all left to the record label. And so why it's taking so long to get... It doesn't um, even make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, like, like what they said was that the uh, the debut, AJ Nelumurunumbu, right? That is available to stream, Mm -hmm. but that nothing that followed is. And again, like, if it were the first couple years since, you know, and they were working out details... But 20 years later, get in the game, record company. Like, yeah. how do, what are you doing? Well, you'd think they'd want to be, like, if for nothing else, looking at the bottom line and wanting to make a profit, right? Like, That's, it doesn't make any do. sense to me. Zero sense. And what I love about, um, obviously, I, I was very upset when the news came down that she had passed away. Like, just, I, I, I was very upset about her, and I was very upset about when Lisa Left Eye Lopez, like, passed yeah. away. Like, it was just, like, for me, it hit home, like, somebody punched me in the gut. But what I... I love about you know trying to f- find a positive to this situation is that she she passed away so young um you know only at 22 and at that point you know she obviously had a, a some some material behind her but it's not like she had already had like a 20 year career you know what i mean like she'd maybe right. had like a 6 or 8 year career at that point and so the fact that she is still beloved Mm-hmm. Like twenty years later, where people are still saying like she influences the young up and coming, you know, R and B pop artists. Like I think that's amazing, considering she wasn't, you know, Whitney Houston, who had, you know, years and decades of stuff before she passed away. Yeah, exactly. Also, still too young, but it's like uh, oh, certainly, and, yeah. The idea though that uh, what Aaliyah, where she was going, seemed oh, she was going to boundless, you know, yeah, yep. and. Uh, and it would have been interesting to see if, she, you know, had she not passed so young and so early, how the whole R. Kelly thing would have oh. e- played out even more. Yeah, that's true. With her yeah. connection with him. We don't yeah. have to talk yeah. about him because why would we? But yeah, um, yeah, I think he's he'd be one of those categories similar to uh, there's a few names on the list of artists that uh, have contributed great things to our musical memories mm-hmm. and uh and then you find out some truths or or whatever. And I'm saying this and linking it to um, Phil Spector, right. the, uh, the revered music producer who created a sound because he was so, like, genius musically in, in that kind of a way. But what an awful person he was, mm-hmm. an abusive – well, mm-hmm. and he was in jail for murder. So – Right. Uh, and – so it, it's this weird thing, like you have all these great memories of the music that they give us, and then yeah. it's tainted by the truth, you know, which is ugly. And I was I was in a, like I mentioned it on, on our radio station the other day, just because it was news, and uh, but like, there's no sadness when you're mentioning a, a, uh, a death like that, you know, like, 
Yeah. But it's a weird situation to be in because you have to mention it because it is relevant, mm-hmm. but it's ugly. Oh, yeah. But Very I think so. if we can circle back to Aaliyah, I have no doubt that she would have risen above uh, in a, you know, classy, oh, yeah. smart Well, she way. was already think- well past him at that point. And yeah. so she was – and I, when I did my interview with Brandy a few months ago, she mentioned in the interview because we talked about, you know, because it was her and Brandy and Monica, they were all kind of – coming up together yeah and uh brandy right away even said she's like we weren't even in the same league basically you know and that's that says a lot from brandy who's absolutely amazing and phenomenal and she basically intoned too in the interview that like uh was just about to really kind of like she'd already popped Mm -hmm. but i think that she was about to pop in mainstream you know what i mean like she was already a huge deal um in the african-american community and anyone who loves r&b but i think I think she would have done more TV or TV and movie roles. Yep. And she would have been all in that, you know, uh, realm of everybody's consciousness. Yeah, agreed. Yep. Too young. <laughs> now, the linking of uh, Missy Elliott, because she had a hand not only with uh, Lil' Kim. Yep. Less hand on her boob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> also a hand, uh, hand in friendship to uh, Aaliyah also. So I thought yeah. uh, in our um, top two that mm-hmm. uh, we'd discuss our top two from Missy Elliott. I love Missy Elliott. I know. <laughs> we know. Adam, I'll let you start though. Okay. I'll start with uh, two songs that aren't actually from the 90s. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, mine aren't either. I don't um, But that's okay. Uh, second favorite song is uh, Get Your Freak On. Oh, yeah, yeah, great yeah, song. Yeah. And my all-time favorite, and I don't know what remix we play late at night on our radio station, but it's <laughs> such a good remix of that song, is uh, Lose Control. Oh, yeah, that actually, nice. I love when did it. that come out? That came out in like 2005. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great so, song. So uh, that's my top two from Missy Elliott. Cool. Well, Kel, since you love her so much, you're going to go last. Okay. Uh, And I will uh, tag on to the Lose Control also. Yeah. Because it's just got such incredible energy. Because music Mm -hmm. makes you lose control, Sharon. Precisely. Mm -hmm. She's bang on as usual. (laughs) Uh, And Work It. Oh, yeah. Just so. Classic. You know, and so those two are easy Mm go-tos, you know. But I don't think... I know that it's a top two feature, but I I can't leave my part of this conversation without mentioning uh, what she's done with Dua Lipa's Levitating. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot she was on that. It's a good song, period. But what she did with it is it, I find it leaves the original sort of, you know, sounding unfinished to my ear anyways, because it's just so well done, that chunky bass line. So, yes, I'm taking three on this one. That's fine. I have 19. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will start where it all began for me, which was 1997 and The Rain Super Duper Fla. Yeah. That's when I first saw, um, even though I I, sh- I think she'd been around in like a bit of some R&B group stuff and all that, but that was kind of really before the internet really took off where you would have been able to find everything and all that kind of stuff. So when she first popped, I think I saw her on BET and that's where I learned of her. And I just thought she was sick. Like she's amazing. And then... Um, Quickly, too, I will obviously work it and get your freak on. are just ridiculous. And then I will actually go to two years ago, a song that she did called um, I'm Better. And I just wish – it's funny because I almost feel like because she's not 20, she doesn't get some of the 
you know, attention that she might if she was like Doja Cat's age. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she sh- <laughs> she should be because like her, her the production and her rapping is just still flawless. Like it's just flawless and it's amazing. And yeah, and this song was just sick. And and she still puts like a thousand percent into her music videos. Like they are just ridiculous. Like absolutely ridiculous. Nice. Nice picks. That's it. So that's my my thoughts on that. Well, I think we have completed your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> We're done for 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 it for it all now. That's enough, Kelly. <laughs> and her thoughts and my 19 numbers. <laughs> well, I uh, you know what? I think that was a, a deep well to have to scoop out just two from. So. Oh, she's so great. Yeah. Well done, you guys. Bravo. Thanks kindly. And you guys uh, listening, feel free if you want to share your top two from Missy Elliott or three or 19. (laughs) uh, Feel free to do that uh, via any of our socials. Find us there and enjoy us there. And thank you for finding us wherever you do um, and listening wherever you do that. Mm -hmm. We appreciate that. I know that uh, where we are in our neck of the woods, uh, there is a chance that your uh, earbuds could freeze. So maybe putting them under your hat (laughs) (laughs) when you are taking us with you on a walk outside, let's say. Or uh, cranking us up on your uh, smart speaker. Thank you for doing that. However you're listening, we appreciate it very much. Kel, Adam, Sharon, thank you. Thank you. Je t'aime les amis. Oh. <laughs> we love you too. <laughs> and thank you guys for listening to 90s Now. Still happening. <laughs>